Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another distanced, remote edition of Kill Shuffle. We're back. We're back. We're back apart. I don't see a difference at all. <laughs> don't care what you say. We're always yeah. back in the same room. I'm still Donald. I'm Dylan. Always. And yeah, always. Always. And uh, yeah, so this is where we found ourselves. Um, you know, coronavirus cases in, in Dublin and in Ireland, where we happen to be, have... Uh, Led us to a point where we are in lockdown 2.0. We cannot leave uh, within a five kilometer bubble of our homes. And not as bad cannot, as it yeah. could be, but still. No, it's no not as bad to be as it safe could be. for. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slightly more organized lockdown than lockdown 1.0, but it does mean that your dear hosts are coming to you from separate remote locations, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we can play the blame game all we like on. Yeah. schools government whatever yeah. them literally but uh just gotta stay safe absolutely right? yeah yeah absolutely and just try and get the get the numbers down it's and you know not that you need an update but it's you know last night was a little bit encouraging and that we were we were down about 30 percent from where we had been um on the daily oh. cases but this is not a coronavirus show this is a music show no. isn't that right we'll take you far away from that land to yeah. um what is some of my favorite music this year Okay. I, I spoilers ahead. That's a preview. It just is, right? November's always been that. Right. No, yeah, I, I do feel like we always get a little we, we usually get a few October, November surprises um that shake up the top twenties. Uh, just, you know, to give you a little idea of, of how the process normally goes. Um this year has been a funny one. I don't know, I I'm not sure if it's worth having a really quick chat about that, but um how have Maybe. you been finding 2020 like overall for music? This is a conversation we're going to go into in depth, obviously, at the end of the year. But um, would you say well, it's been a it's strong a, year? Uh, yes. I think it's been an immensely powerful year for the bands that still can do it. Mm. Um, you see that by the quality and the... Um, they really want to make it count. Like yeah. A lot of them are almost doing it like it's the last chance to make a wave. Yeah. Um, some bands have been doing multiple albums, and we'll see that later. Well, that's uh, that's true. We've I mean, already yeah. seen that. We've already seen, and we're seeing it. You know, I mean, we're, we're not going to cover it because, well, I don't personally care. But you know, Bruce Springsteen coming out with a new album. Uh, oh shit! A, what is it? A year after his last one, or a, maybe a year and a half? Like for artists yeah. of that size, it's that's huge. And here's another thing. This is one that is relevant, certainly to me. Um, and we've covered him on the show before. McCartney three is coming out yeah and that is that's fucking very impressive. exciting yes yeah not only because you know we get a new paul mccartney album uh, just you know two years after the last one uh which and there's actually been a steady stream of of outtakes and b-sides and stuff like that since then but the fact that it is a mccartney album like mccartney 1970 mccartney 1980 where mccartney 2 i should say where he basically writes produces and performs everything yeah. himself that's really exciting and that's and he said it like that's a that's a direct uh consequence of the pandemic um and like we said before we've got some like three or four new B- biffy claro projects and like a pro- biffy adjacent projects to look forward to but yeah overall I-, I think it's been a very strange year and that i think artists that i previously wouldn't have put much stock in have come out the gates swinging with fantastic material artists that 
uh, I had had never heard of before have li- likewise made it in. And then certain artists that I would have a lot of fondness for maybe have uh, somewhat let me down. So in that way, it's been it's been an interesting year. Um, it has. It's definitely been an interesting year. And I'm looking forward to going back over it in more detail in a couple of weeks. Yeah, certainly. Um, <laughs> there, I there's not much news outside of the new releases, Mm-mm. but I have some amazing, weird tea, um, not <laughs> tea so much regarding a uh, Darren Gray, my favorite band, mm-hmm. just all time favorite band. There was a bit of um drama and in a uh a, a um impersonation case, an illegal impersonation case over in Japan. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's the most insane story. Um, the more I look into it. But apparently a guy um, had been impersonating Kyo, the singer, to his family, to his girlfriend and her father. What? Uh, and, then her, and then her mother, his, his mother for 10 years. Because he has the same neck tattoo and they look kind of the same. And the only thing that really changes with Kyo is his neck tattoo. Right. Or his, his hair. His neck tattoo is always the same. So right. somehow he got them got to the extent that so he's an, he was this guy um was isn't was an unemployed guy mm-hmm. just totally um a guy that will not work a lazy fucker who just wants to do this what, what what's known as a neat yeah yeah <laughs> um, living with his girlfriend and his father right and somehow he convinced uh in some weird way uh for the father's girlfriend to uh to donate i guess a, a large sum of money to uh to his cause yeah. of being an unemployed musician that he's convinced is a pretty n- n- notoriable uh, singer, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So, uh, this is crazy. A lot of money. So he, like, did, like he, life's, into life savings, into oh. health insurance money. Yeah. But how, how did they... So, it was all this time Kyo and the imposter were both... Well, presumably, this was, like, over the phone and stuff, and, like... Or are you, are you saying that he managed to he fooled his own family in person? Yes. Wow. He managed for a while to just be in certain places, offer like uh, pay for tickets to go to the gigs to see him not playing, uh, but <laughs> just to trick his mom furthermore. Okay. I need to it's like insane. do a deep dive into this. This is this. Uh, Sora News put up an article. Yeah, if true, this is the most insane story from the music world since Threaten. It's amazing. Yeah, wow. it's really okay. sad. It's uh, really sad that that's like, deeply sad. Yes, <laughs> the father had to waste his life insurance and health insurance in all the way to this kid. Um, and like not to insane. go too deep on this, but has no, has Kyo has Kyo c- commented? On I'm sure the situation? He's, no, I'm sure he's heard word. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I'm curious to see what he has to say. Um, probably so furious. Wow. Like, fuck. Okay, well, I'm not going to yeah. be able to top that, so uh, <laughs> I'll just move on. <laughs> um, all right, on this week on the show, we are covering new albums from Biba Doobie. That's fun to say. Hundredth, uh, <laughs> Sorted Pink, and we never quite landed on how to pronounce this, but I, I say Tricot. Tricot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Trico. Trico's a no, different thing, I think. That's, uh, oh. that's, just, that's just like, are they, they're not French. Um, we've probably had no. this exact exchange before in the show, but yeah, we'll go into that. All right, great stuff. So that those are the four we're covering. There's no uh, no time machine segment this week because 
Uh, time's done yeah. been busy. So these are ridiculous band names anyway, but uh, yes, yes. So why not? So why not start with the best? Uh, well, uh, the, uh, certainly the biggest, I will say, but the best, the best sure. band name uh, or the best artist name. Uh, so F- Fake It Flowers is the first um, full studio release from Biba Doobie. Uh, his yeah. real name is Beatrice well I've seen funny enough I think Beatrice Christie seems to be what she goes by um, although I have seen other surnames so I'm not 100% sure but Beatrice regardless um, young woman she's only 20 uh, yeah our, our first uh, Gen Z uh, Filipino British artist which is a rarity yes, finally yes. We're, we're representing them. yeah she's of yeah she's awesome. of Filipino uh, uh, Filipino birth and Filipino extraction and um, uh, been living in London pretty much her whole life you know sure, uh, yeah. so yeah so she's she's a, a super interesting like very much a SoundCloud kind of sleeper hit artist you know kind of released early on, uh, yeah started yeah. lo-fi-ish but you, you say As early on but I mean early on is, is only well, like 2017 <laughs> you know it's we're not talking about <sighs> Years and years and years ago here. When when it's a career that has to has to like soar into major success mm. fast, then mm. uh you see the changes come quickly stylistically. Um and this has done that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Not, yeah. Not, so well she's 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 sort of had a uh bit of a lo fi bedroom acoustic vibe. But I mean, listening back to her whole sort of collection, which is just, which is kind of a few EPs and a few singles. I mean, the the nineties force is strong in this one. You know, she and the clearly, early two thousands force as well. Yeah, we can get into that as well. The early two thousand, yeah, I maybe a little bit, but I think I think her her largely her influences do span. You know, that kind of nineties, be it kind of grunge emo. Um, like a little bit of sort of pop punk and uh, alternative rock, just the '90s really, and, and as you say, kind of with it with a few more modern indie references. Um, but what what, what struck me about and what and polish? It's got the modern polish. Oh still. yeah, yeah, yeah. A Pete Pete Robinson from a Robertson, I should say, uh, who until about four years ago was the drummer in the Vaccines there you go um and joseph rogers who's actually an irish an irish guy uh, i don't yeah. know much about him but he is he is irish um produced it and they had they kind of worked with biba doobie previously and let me just say it sounds even better than the real thing i would say it sounds really good yeah it does and and it, it shows more the longer it goes like um yeah. it, it's only to like emo songs sorry further away which are like just past halfway um where you start to get smashing pumpkins-esque yeah. uh, garbage <laughs> classical yeah. orchestral stuff and coming she brings in like in, really yeah, she brings pushing the, the budget the string right? quartet too yeah oh yeah but that's, that's a real a, string quartet right uh, yes that's, that's real real strings not yeah. cheap <laughs> not cheap no but I think I suppose she had a lot more leeway than um than a lot of artists do on their first record, I think, with this. And that, that like it's yeah. great it's great that she she put the budget into the music, you know, and she actually put the budget mm-hmm. into performances and stuff like that. Yeah, just to quickly run down, I mean, you know, there 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 are like well over ten um like actual performers involved in this. You know, Whoa. you've got you've got the two producers uh, who assist with sort of arranging and uh and, and programming and stuff um then you know there's a chap called lewis who plays the, the drums um eliana uh, who plays the bass this guy there's uh two two guitarists jacob and matt um, and then you've got the, the string quartet on top of that so you know it's 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 not just a b she 
she plays a lot of the guitar and uh, the acoustic mm-hmm. stuff and obviously she does all the singing and songwriting but uh, it's kind of cool like I mean I, 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 it really does sound like a team effort this album it just um, I, I think it's got a great organic authentic sound and like I don't think it can be underestimated either quite just how popular Biba Doobie is in a sound that you or I, I I would say particularly maybe me but I, I think you're quite partial to this as well like sure. compare this to a band like Narrowhead for example that we covered a few weeks ago I mean similar range of influences obviously Narrowhead take a take a more um, you know pummeling approach but you know there's their yeah. songs track about you know about 100,000 plays if they're lucky per, per song Biba Doobie on the other hand you know she's looking at a at, a, at a minimum for songs that have been out like a, a, for a minute a minimum 10 million plays and for most of these tracks off this album which less I remind you is out for less than 10 days most of these tracks have rack, racked up well over a million plays each yeah they're um, just hap- se- like, uh, 18 million monthly listeners on Spotify Dylan she's in a different I know stratosphere it's, I can't believe it um, I, I can believe it though I because, can't believe um, it because this is so authentic it's just well, like, sounds so authentic to me gigantic like if arena still existed we'd have giant choruses singing along with her in those yeah setups like it's they're it's huge yeah absolutely i mean that 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 i mean just speaking of of, you know anthemic choruses i mean that that chorus and charlie brown you know throw it away it's just great it's real kind of fucking sonic youth or it even reminds you of you know perish that band that we're so excited for their new album a uh, little bit of basement um yeah it's kind of kind of dark dark tones 90s yeah. bands used to get on with drugs and stuff yeah definitely or, or harm self-harm i think y- but yeah yes, yeah, yeah lyrically this is a lot of lovelorn nostalgics romantic troubled past stuff yeah a lot of that in there which is very yeah. 90s of, of itself as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, co- it, com- it just it just come it comes through that you know she is uh, living a life that is very much uh, <laughs> like a swirl of emotion, which is which is great because that's exactly what you want from this this type of music. You want that youthful kind of earnest yeah. energy. I think. Like, could you imagine if you concentrated your? Actually, you you did, <laughs> you you did record stuff when you were twenty, right? Yeah, I think so. Like yeah, I that did. that apex of of emotion. So mm. yeah, you you got that. Yes, powerful definitely. stuff. Whenever it comes out at that time. Yeah, it is. It, it, it does is at any sure. time. But, but it's it's good. It's interesting to see things captured then really well to a high quality like this, because mm. a lot of people don't have the ability or the the requirements in order to get um, the, this high, height of quality. Well, yes, age. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, like Yoshimi Forest Magdalene, the last track is a is a is a good example of that. It's just a a you know kind of a big it's like that kind of buzzsaw indie that kind of archers of loaf thing meets kind of yeah yeah yes meets arcade fire but the lyrics are about you know her three potential future children and you know the names that she wants to give them and it's uh you know it's it's this kind of very knowingly naive but very like naive kind of approach to to thinking about the future and it's it's infectious like i say it's 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 great um (laughs) yeah together has that as well there's a real youthful just sort of energy to that 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 that, that song particularly That's reminds kind of the me ballady of the one right no this 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 or which three, one's the ballady one there's kind of three ballads in a row in the middle together is kind of more the beach bunny beths like just straight oh, up oh yeah yeah um yeah 
like end credits for a teen teen romance movie but uh, no there's a lot of that there's there's actually three songs in a row and this is maybe my only criticism of the album um, sure sorry further away and Haran Saracen uh, are right oh. slap dab in the middle of the album and all three of them call to mind like you mentioned Smashing Pumpkins I would also I say I like what sorry does yeah I me really too do. it no, no, goes no. full James Bond right uh, more or less, yeah, it does. Later on, it, like when it explodes, it, it oh, takes a bit to get there, but it does. Yeah, so, sorry is a is a masterpiece. I'm not I'm not criticizing these songs individually, but all of them have that sunny that sunny day real estate um, meets the cranberries meets Smashing Pumpkins kind of uh, '90s uh, bombastic ballad. The three of them in a row. I wish they had been interspersed a little bit more evenly throughout because you, it sort of begins yeah, with yeah, a burst yeah. of life. Three pretty sort of uh uh not i wouldn't say languid but kind of stretched out ballady type songs and then towards the end you get back into the the the, the blistering energetic stuff and I, I just would have i would have interspersed them but individually they're great and sorry in particular oh my god i mean that nah, uh, it's just such a lovely little melody line yeah. in that song and when the, everything comes clattering in the drums the big fucking screaming guitar solo it's just great it's yeah. bombastic it is it's very cool yeah and um, oh do you know who else she loves and and i think it comes out a little bit on uh, diet red she's she's a big auto looks fan yeah. and i definitely I hear i hear it as, as well as like this there's a bit of the cure there's a little bit of orem but definitely i hear um some sort of future perfect uh auto looks on that track and yeah it's, it's very cool yeah, yeah like there's some tracks you hear you hear a bit of like guitar certainly um, reminiscent of um, of a tone Nirvana would have used in, in Utero. Yeah, there's certain kind of a grindy uh, grunge pop. I uh, feel to hear them. that. I do hear that. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, yeah, I do think. Sorry, might be one when that when that gets kind of heavy. And and yeah, Char- Charlie Brown is another good example. Yeah, Nirvana would definitely be in the mix there she does she does harken back to her lo-fi roots in a couple of moments it's back to mars is a very short kind of interlude type song and yeah and then how was your day definitely would call to mind again it's not a genre i'm super familiar with but elliot smith um okay Okay. daniel johnson isn't he another one like that kind of very low i'll take your word for it sun sun kill moon i think also just very uh low-key mono i think that song is, i haven't heard a mono song in a while and that song is with the exception of a little bit of atmospheric yeah. reverb that kind of stretches out it's really just like a mono recording um which it's is interesting cool. to play with the claustrophobia <laughs> of mono yeah um that you can do a lot of cool things with it yeah still yeah but i just want to like it's just kind of funny actually because um i like uh-huh. to think of myself as somebody with my finger on the pulse a little bit when it comes to well you know, I don't even think it's I don't I don't even think it's uh, not being immodest when it comes to sort of '90s worship. I do think of myself as being someone with a finger on a pulse, and maybe you would as well. We, it's a genre that we both like. Yeah, yeah, we've got our different shades of it, yeah. uh, respectively. But, but uh, we we come together and we can see exactly yeah. when something happens in another thing. But I just want to give I want to give I want to give credit to, and this isn't something I do very often, but like I want to give credit to the 1975 for taking Biba Doobie out on tour. And yeah. consequently, I want to give, uh, you know, I want to give um, sort of credit to my fiance because, you know, she she introduced me to this artist. This Biba Doobie was probably someone that I would have ignored, honestly, for just going, this is a zeitgeisty thing. Uh, no fucking I, way. Yeah. I have yeah. no. And, uh, 
And also, no fucking way. <laughs> Did you not see my Instagram? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Oh, you heard it here first, I mean, folks. I kind of would have assumed it, but... Oh, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you saw... Uh, yeah, no, I'm engaged now. Thank you for everybody for your congratulations. Woo! But no, in all seriousness, um, she, uh, no, yeah. she, 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 she was like... This this is cool. Just put it onto the onto a couple of playlists, and I said, I said, "Fuck me!" Like this this is an artist that I, under any other normal circumstance, I I should have found, and I think it's great. I I just think mm-hmm. I think it's great that um, you know that uh, like a band like the 1975 are are as clued in as they are to 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 spot someone like Bibi Doobie and take her out on tour and basically expose her to you know an an army of of millions. And and to be honest with you, Frank. Um, Chambers, a very good friend of mine, musician, yeah. uh, also said, you know, just texted me totally out of the blue. Have you heard of this artist, Biba Doobie? My girlfriend showed it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, like, got to save, save here. Like, that's that's amazing. So I kind of love that. Um, I kind of love that this that this artist is is kind of coming in around a different way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like there's going to be a little bit of Trojan horsing of folks who who who, who listen to more pop material. Um yeah. Are going, are going, are going to get a backdoor into some really, really cool stuff that clearly has inspired this record. I think it's great. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, of this album. I gotta say, yeah, it's totally a revamp of that sound. Um, with something that is technically oversaturated. Um, this has a a legitimately uh, youthful energy, and it's not. It does. It's not trying to capture a youthful energy. It just is by, by yeah. virtue of the age group. Yeah, and I think you can, and you can nearly tire yourself in knots thinking about what each song. You know, I was killed writing down all these bands: Super Chunk, Built to Spill, Pavement, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, I was like we writing all these bands. To be honest, you go down, for, you could go on forever. But what she's done is somehow, having not experienced one single second of the 1990s, she's managed to sort of distill all of these things that were so cool about the music from that era into one album and just done it like like she was you know like like it was first-hand knowledge you know it's amazing she's obviously got an incredible skill of synthesis and that she can she can hear something and enjoy it and then repurpose it for her own her own sort of intentions and do a really great job of that it's i think it's really cool yeah i'd also say um not not totally um this uh Disaffirm that, but I'd say there's other people in the band who lived through the '90s that could have could have um, brought brought a um, well thought to it's, that. It's possible, sound, but I, right? I, I if if that is the case, um, it's it's not their contribution hasn't been acknowledged because you know no no they B totally is, get it. Everybody does. Oh yeah, all no, no. All fans. I'm saying is uh, absolutely, of course. But I'm, I'm I'm just saying that like all songwriting credit does go to be so if there's any if there was anything like that it's it's buried pretty pretty far down i mean the yeah i think um, the performances is one thing i mean certainly there are performances on this record but as far as the songwriting um there's never been a question as to who is who's behind the the kind of nuts and bolts of these songs and it and it is b yeah it reminds me of um no doubt yeah yeah a little oh bit. yeah of course there's I do. kind of a 90s playfulness to that Gwen Stefani-esque. Yeah. She has a bit of that in her voice. She does a, bit a little that. bit, yeah. Yeah, she's just got a gorgeous... Like, I should have written it down. There's a couple of moments where um, she really just has yeah. a spine-tingling um, quality to her voice. It's... You know, that that's... You're, you're not a... You're 
you're not a person or a thing is is, is the line that that always kind of gets me i think i think it's maybe at the end of further away it's one of those slower songs but it's just gorgeous and and the chorus of together you know at least we're together though again just yeah she's got a lovely voice and this is her debut album that's that's the craziest thing i think yeah it can only go up from here right yeah i can tell there's there's just going to be a lot of improvement with her vocals anyway right yeah um it's going to change from here on which is good yeah yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But already pr- pretty fully formed, uh, and I think that's maybe the benefit of of going from the bedroom to the sort of bedroom EP to the produced EP, which is what she did, like that Space Cadet EP from last year, I think. Um, I give it a shot. Same, yeah, same production duo, pretty much the same level of songwriting. I mean, she's she hasn't really put a foot wrong um, as far as the songwriting goes. So yeah, I I, I like this a lot. What's your favorite track? What's my favorite track? Um, phew, probably Sorry. Yeah, it's t- oh, it just took yeah. me for none. It reminded me of Failure. Mm. <laughs> reminded me of just the greats that can That's do bomb so themes, good, garbage, huh? all that jazz, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, I think... Uh, I think I'll take Together. Yeah. Hell yeah. Together. I see that. Great. I see I, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a nine. I'll give it an eight, but yeah. but super eight, super eight, yeah, super eight. Camera, <laughs> not Betamax. Yeah, yeah. All right, great <laughs> stuff. So that's uh, "Fake It Flowers" from Bebadoobie. B e a b a d o o b e e. Took me a while to get used to writing that down, but now I'm kind of I'm yeah. pretty used to it. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Next one. Can I can I choose next one? Oh, of course you can, Dylan. Can I choose my, my old my old buddies, my old my old old buddy old pal Nihongo uh, the, it's Tricot it's oh, okay, Tricot alright no strangers to the show no certainly not um, um, there's super yeah. prolific this day right yeah this is actually the fourth time we'll have covered them on the show um, uh, eagle eyed listeners will know uh, yeah so we, we did we did their we did their album three we did their EP which I can't remember the name of we did their their album which came out earlier on in the year actually it hasn't even been yeah it was, it was second, like early second major label release oh is that right well. okay okay if that doesn't what? say something oh because the the, the other one was on um, uh, what are they called uh, Big Scary Monsters Top so kind shelf, of yeah, top oh, shelf, top maybe? shelf, top shelf. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be considered a major, really. Yeah, uh, not no, big quite, scary monsters. Big scary. Well, big scary monsters. Sorry, did 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 three anyway. I knew I, I knew I was right about that. I I don't know yeah, this Abex yeah. Entertainment that um that's releasing. Is that a big Japanese conglomerate? Is it? it, it pretty damn big. Um, oh, okay, they've got okay. a lot of a lot of push from it, and I'm okay. assuming that's why something so soon came out because I would have. I'm assuming they had like. The last album to come out before this label was um, uh, the one with the butterfly on it. That was twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, and they did have it out. They did, about yeah. four, four years yeah. of break. I'd imagine that wasn't break, but they had the songs written already. But they just mm. needed the ma- They just waited till the major label release to push these two out. Um, right. Yeah. In quick succession. Otherwise, it's, that would have been yeah, like a year break. I suppose it has been ten. It's been over ten months. You know, which. I, they have a crazy work ethic um, to to be putting out sort of a an LP. Yeah, uh, like if you're ti- uh, it, yeah, good. If you're tight musicians that have a recording setup right near you during a quarantine, you're gonna get stuff out, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the album <laughs> yeah. is called uh, Ten, and I think I believe that it celebrates uh, ten years of the band. Wow. Their their sort of 
first uh, EP coming out. Well, they believe the band formed in 2010. I don't think they had any music yeah. out till 2011. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've kind of gone, we've gone through the, the basics of this <laughs> band, uh, obviously uh, many times on the show before. Um, they're a kind of a four piece, all, all women, right? Uh, you got Yusuke on drums. He's, he's dude. Oh, Yusuke's dude. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they, they have sort of a, a, a mathy, jazzy, kind of spiky, sound i guess that would yeah kind of come from a little bit of post-hardcore a little bit of of karate kind of that rhythmic complexity um that jazzy pop has yeah a bit of power pop added to it sure like they could they could fit in yeah they could they're not they're not heavy if they could fit in at a sort of a wonky european pop festival but they could also potentially play arctangent that kind of way yeah we we see it with like bands that have come over here um, as well as them, like light, um, yeah, that they can get heavy too. This band mm. can get heavy as well. It it just depending on how they feel, right? And in yeah. different shades, there's different layers to this cake. It all tastes, um, it all has a certain taste, but there are many <laughs> aftertastes, right? Uh, sure, you, yeah. You, Why not? Now you're just making me know. hungry. I did have my coffee flavor. this morning, and now you're making me hungry. <laughs> it's a very complex flavor, right? Um, yes, that they don't jump too far from, but they build upon, and they're not—they're such good musicians mm. that the chances they take, they follow through with completely. There's no, I, th- say what you will. <laughs> um, there's no half-assed uh, experiments on this. I think they kind of go go a uh, go. Well, that was a little bit, this. little bit my issue with um, with the uh, uh, not so much bla- the la- the last album. Black. I felt was very straightforward. Um, and I didn't yeah. really like it all that much. I thought the EP was interesting because it had a, it had a certain degree of experimentation on it. And I, I would wouldn't describe them maybe as half-assed, but I did think that there was a slight randomness to the to the directions yeah. they chose to go in. So maybe Figuring something we could yeah maybe we could take ten as uh, well a maybe a fresh approach to production, which I have to say is is welcome. Yeah, um, oh, it's clear. I, I a beat them constantly, and it's like night and day. <laughs> Yeah, they, I don't. I, I I couldn't find information on who, and it may well be self-produced, but they have, they've definitely Probably. had a bit of a glow up in that department. And then also, you know, taking the experimental <laughs> spirit of that EP and a little bit three as well, um, but with with some of the more straightforward elements of the of the the ma- ma- Makoto ma- Maka, what was it called? The, um, Macaro, Macaro. Sorry, the last yeah. album. Um, Jet Black. Yeah, and I think I think the results. I mean, you know, no one who's ever listened to me talk about this band before is going to be surprised when I say that it, it didn't absolutely steal my heart away. But I got to say, I do think it's their best work to date. Um, and I, uh, with in many at many points, really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm down with you with that. I think it's their yeah. best work since the V, which was their second album. Yes. I think. Yeah, anything that um, anything I've heard, I've heard snapshots from that one, and I got it. Yeah, that one is also strong. Um, yeah, they they, yeah. they burst with that energy. They've got a lot more rock stuff doing this, um, mm. more prog uh, environments as well. With like, yeah. uh, you get certain bongos and drums, and, and yeah, there's uh, like there's like beatnik. That tones. last track has like those like beat fifties beatnik bongos, and as well as uh, Hako, uh, one of the first tracks, I think is number four. Yeah, um, has kind of a bongo-y element to it. Um, Fucking warp has, um, really trippy bass. 
Yeah. Like, fa- flander? I think it's a flander. flander it's a, uh, or a base wah, maybe. But yeah, I know what you're saying. That one almost has a sort of a Red Hot Chili Peppers vibe to it. Yeah. I'm usually, I'm usually anti-rapping. I think the rapping is actually just about okay on that on that song it's it's all right <laughs> i think it's good it's good she yeah. she she can really hold it and it, yeah she can coast through some pretty good verses i don't know what they are but they're <laughs> it, their personality right you, you can feel yeah. it somehow you can, you can. Um, um and i love yeah. how it mm. there's an interesting thing i've noticed with these songs more than the last is that they go on these tangents where either they take two members of the bands of the band to do um, different parts of each song. Yeah. And they complement each other. Like, let's say the bass will complement the guitar or singing for a bit, or mm. the lead guitar will do that. And the drums will just do, do another thing later on in the song. And then the, the other two will kind of do their own thing a little at a different point. And it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a bit jarring. Like you see it with warp. It mm. kind of feels like two different songs put together, but very well. Um, yeah, that 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 does happen a couple of times. I, I agree. I think you know it's it's quite nice the the trading off like they do it on Summer Night Town that second track, um, where uh-huh, I uh-huh. believe every member contributes some vocals or at least three of them do. Where they're yeah, uh, it, it's almost like, not a, quite a barbershop thing, but they're they're sort of swapping the vo- the vocals in two different parts of the stereo space. And that's cool, um, and a lot of like different vocals, different the bassist is doing vocals this time as well at points. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you hear it, um, which is great. Everybody's getting their their shine on it. Did you did you catch the what that sounds like the 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 the, the really fuzzy buzzy guitar tone in uh, Carada the last track that. Like I just I, uh, that really reminded me of something, but I couldn't rage quite. some rage against some public enemy. Maybe I don't know. Mm, the <laughs> guitar cool. tone it's is like, pure Turbo Wolf, but like it's not the riff itself is is uh, it's no it's it's like a it's like a it's like a post rock band. It's not a it's not Mogwai or something, but it's it's something along those lines. There's a there's a there's a post rocky band that has riffs like that but it's cool i mean again i've never heard them do a guitar tone like that i think it kind of works um the, the bass the bass has kind of like these waves of fuzzed out mm. stuff which is kind of cool um in contrast to what the guitar does which is kind of um oh uh it's very uh kind of how, how would i say uh it's something that only math rock can kind of do mm. right it's cursive yeah right yeah, it's very it's very complex and rotational, um, loopish. Um, Did you which you song you talk, which song are you talking about now? I guess I'm talking about uh, it's Azura. Oh, okay. Which is number seven? Yeah. Um, which has like a pummeling drum to it. It's re- one of the more straightforward kind of songs at points. But that's the, the one that, is ends, so that ends just like suddenly. Yeah. 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 And um, it makes sense if you watch the music video, mm. which is about the whole band being in a serial killer scenario it's very oh. weird it adds another layer of budget and right. uh meaning to the stuff i guess okay um but i love how how um while the while the guitar is doing all this complimenting complimentary crazy cursive guitar work mm-hmm. um uh the drums are just pummeling behind it doing a normal 4-4 stuff mm. while everybody else is doing math rock and then at the very end it all combines he's near the end um yeah i just it just sounds great it's probably my new fave of theirs okay 
interesting i didn't i didn't like it, it's t- got, that sound didn't particularly to, strike me but it's worth a few listens it just it, it it has the power pop and it's also very mathy yeah um i think the ma- i think not even the mathiest moment but the sort of the jazziest moment i don't know did you, sure. you ever did you follow adam neely on, on youtube no uh oh, he's, he's great oh, yes i did actually sorry he, yeah did, he he I would did. really approve of that like did it did it did it did it dig it dig it did it did it did it there's a real fucking polyrhythmic yeah. feel to that that song agony and and i really like that because it's it it, it sort of succeeds it, it it sort of it sort of solves the polyrhythm riddle of yeah. getting you to sort of groove along to something even when the timing is really fucked up and then it has these synths that actually kind of add a sense of threat to the song which isn't something that i normally associate with this band but there's a very cool almost sort of neon neon dystopia feel to that song and i really like it a lot Um, yeah yeah it's hip it's very Um, hypnotic yeah and a lot of it as well as kind of sounding threatening sounds very hypnotic and homely like chahan like chahan just soars at at the end with this uh kind of acoustic resolve which is cool to hear acoustic guitar in this they do Mm. it well um and just sounds like that like the soundtrack to like you know in video games when you when you're finally at home and you mm. hear the home theme song mm. like in I don't know Undertale or something there, well, there's a certain song that comes on stop you right very there very nostalgic last step lifted straight from the song Undertale from the original soundtrack Undertale no? oh uh, oh yeah da, uh, a, a little yeah a little bit a little bit right? da 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 come on it's a very believe it or not it's a very Japanese kind of chord oh no not having it that's Undertale that's the song Undertale you hear it in a lot of pop in Japan I've never I've never gone that's literally the song Undertale I mean I know it's two notes or whatever but they're such iconic notes the way that Toby Fox plays them that uh, I just can't hear anything else when I listen to that song um one thing uh, we'll say is I think Yureisen, uh, Yureisen, maybe, possibly, who knows. Um, the the third last track has a, a vibe that I did not expect from from uh, Tricot. Very Lilith yeah. Fair, very Alanis Morissette, sort of Fiona uh-huh. Apple, Liz Fair, 90s, like women in rock. Sounds fucking great. Like huge chorus. Yeah. Production you could like could could be lifted off like as I say a, a sort of alternative radio hit sort of circa nineteen ninety eight, um, mm. not Some not a vibe I expected but really good, really really good. Yeah, they can do uh, they can do the ballad stuff well. Is that a ballad? Well, wait, am I getting confused with one of the songs? No, one I of think them you're mixing up. This this is the one that sounds like Alana Smart set. The the one you might be thinking of is probably my least favorite song, and that is the one that sounds like a Disney song, Fried Rice. It's like oh uh, yeah yeah, it's yeah. a very bubblegum, sugary pop kind of melody, and uh, and it sort of has a false ending, and I kind oh, of yeah. wish that it just stopped there, and <laughs> so we could get past <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, you should. You're East, and you should. You should listen to it again. That's a fucking banger. If you, yeah, if, you all, if it's not ringing a bell, there's a lot to it. There's a lot yeah. to, this, to this album, and I'm glad it's like ten songs. It does a perfect chunk of what they yeah. do really well. It doesn't. It doesn't um, outstay its welcome. No, no. And there's, there's just a lot more attention um, put into this one as well. Um, I, I like where they're going now. Um, 
I think everybody's as good as they've always been. Mm. Uh, Yusuke, on, Yusuke on the drums is just a machine. He does this yeah. really cool stuttery backbeat thing as well. Um, yeah. Not sure what the song is. Um, it's in a lot of these songs anyway, but it's hacker. really cool. It's really yeah. cool. I mean, Oh My A, the first song is just... It's about as punky as I've ever heard them. And that real clattering production da, just suits da, da, them. Da. It just, yeah, it, it sounds very a Weezer almost, the chorus. Yeah. Or yeah. Asian Kung Fu Generation. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's a, I think oh my God, that band. an anime used it for a theme tune. I can't remember. That this but song? Something, yeah, something oh. may have used Oh My as, um, as a theme song. Okay. Um, I don't know what anime it is, but I may have seen it. Um, okay. It sure sounds like one. It does, yes. It, uh, well, yes. <laughs> I'll, um, yeah, well, well, if you want a vamp, I'm sure somebody on Reddit has uh, has been like, yeah. oh, I know this from such and such a thing. Uh, no, nope, um, everybody's just saying they like it. I don't think it's in okay. an anime. I think it just sounds like it could be. Well, anyway, my, my favorite song out of all of this shit is, is Warp. Um, just because it sounds so fresh, wop, so new. Wop. Um, yep. Sounds like chili peppers thrown into an Asian blender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, with, some, with some Asian slaw. <laughs> yeah, Temp- uh, or uh, rather, chili peppers tempura. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Warp wouldn't be my favorite, but it's it's a it's a it cool. has a cool half high hash close open catchiness at the end. Yeah, um, just great uh, structure to that song. And it's weird. Uh, just it's it just is weird. weird. It is weird. I I think uh, it's kind of a toss up for me, but I think I'm gonna hand it to Agonai. Yeah, yeah, it's a good I, song. Yeah, I'm all for that. All yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, I'll start. Hypnotic I think it's a uh, seven. Seven. That's good. Mm. That's better oh, than yeah. it has been in a long while. I'm. I'm. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll give this a nine. I okay. think it's their second best record all right alongside v v yeah so there's something for you yeah they're not they're not gonna convert anybody new but i think if you were on the fence about them this might just uh tip you over the edge it's uh, i think uh, they are converting new people jazzy mathy kind of yeah if you if you like if you like, like top if, shelf if, records I, if you like if, big scary if monsters at, if you look at their youtube comments for their latest video it's like 60 40 english comments to to uh Mm. Uh, Japanese and that's good that's good mm. like people just finding this from related artists is great yeah absolutely alright let's uh, let's let's move on that's uh, 10 by Tricot uh, uh-huh. I, yeah I think it's the best thing they've done in, in a long time certainly um, great nice okay uh, so this is an interesting proposition <laughs> somewhere <laughs> somewhere nowhere the fifth album from South Carolina group Hundra um, it's an interesting proposition because Dylan, I don't know if you we we, we covered rare. I believe we covered rare on the show. Did we did we cover we their did. last album? It was one of our first albums that we ever covered. I think for like maybe minute, I I forgot we did because the band is so different. <laughs> well, hey, <Now>. <laughs> it just <laughs> is a different feel. Great, that's perfect because that's exactly what I was. That's exactly the line that I wanted to take with this review. Um. So 100th, obviously I didn't do my homework. It was episode seven, uh, which has the wonderful um, title of Calvin and the Hit Funk. 
We're on our so, game. So this, this, so the reason why I think it's maybe faded in our memories is because that was the week where we where we covered uh, Funk Waff Bounces Volume One by Calvin Harris, which was probably one of our biggest blow ups ever on the show. <laughs> so I believe um, I didn't have good stuff about it to say, yeah, but who yeah. knows? Yeah, who so knows that's, that's uh, other other albums that came out that week was Zeta by Zeta, Reflections of a Floating World by Elder. Uh, there was a Lynch EP, and of course, oh. Rare. It was a weird week, but anyway, Rare by Hundredth was was another album, and I fucking loved that album let me tell you and i still do but i did not do my homework yeah one of those songs was like my favorite of the year was it shy vein such a good song middle song anyway uh yeah this 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 banger after banger on the record what i didn't know at the time and what came as a massive shock when i when i went into this is hundredth on spotify to do a little bit of background reading on the band is they were a full-on like heavy I, I dare say metalcore act before that record and I did not know this at all they well, have you could hear in the guitars not re- on still. rare barely barely I mean that, that like that, that was heavy that, tone there was a little bit of heavy tone but it was all completely clean vocal very dreamy it kind of much more reminded me of stuff like dive or balance and yeah. composure or something than, than it ever would remind me of like the bands that they actually used to sound like for for three full albums sure. plus a bunch of EPs. I mean, like yeah. all screamed vocals, you know, uh, very much like in that vein of um, you know band like Gideon or Comeback Kid or Straight from the Path or you know, Defeater, like Paint It Black, like proper beatdowny hardcore yeah. with a little bit of metal. You know, not not quite converge levels, but heavy. And we were listening. Yeah. We were listening. I was listening to that. Yeah, and as I say, like uh, we caught here in the room with me. We, yeah, we both just were like, "Oh damn!" And he's like, "You know, yeah. like I'll put up the fucking pit." And I was like, "This is the same band that's you know that's coming out with you know uh, not too far off bring me. Not too far off free me. No, not not too far off. Like <laughs> it's beat downy, beat downy hardcore." Um, yeah. so all the more surprising that they <laughs> that they came out with rare and all the more even more surprising that they've taken a further step so far away from that world on this album somewhere nowhere that as to be i think almost one of the most one of the uh greatest transformations in it's sort of rock music that i can think of in five years in four yeah, years I, they were I'd still doing the screamy stuff yeah graceful it's pretty but, damn graceful yeah. Um, to to be something v- quite heavy still in the last album, like it sounded bad. Yeah. Like you heard the guitar, the four piece. But um, listen to the if you just if you want to taste because I I because I, I I was so fascinated by this I almost listened to their whole discography. And if you want to hear the tipping point between between that stuff they used to do and rare, there's a two track single called yeah. Deadweight from 2016, and that's the one that has a just a hint of that sort of dreamy <laughs> dreamy washes ago. of of post punk with the screaming and the hardcore. That's that Deadweight song. But yeah, I I I have very very rarely heard as big a transformation in a band yeah. as as this now, band of now have it's gone like through. this warping deep electronic beast. Well, yeah. Well, what genre would you describe if you had to pick sort of one genre? What would you? I would say. I mean, personally, dream I would say it's a pop. synth pop album. Dream, yeah, synth dream, dream pop. pop. Yeah. Um, we've covered uh, what's that band with the pale guy in the supermarket? Pale guy in the supermarket. Oh, Wearing sorry. Glasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Drab Majesty, of course. 
Yeah, fucking Drab Majesty, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, I hear a little in, bit of that in for sure. Waves like bottle it yeah. up to a T. I could have gotten confused. Not a, <laughs> not, a, not a bad thing to say, but um, yeah, that's exactly where they're going. No, you're dead right. That I should, I should, I should have caught that reference as well. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, you know, <laughs> none, none, none of these, none of these artists that I've written down here would, uh, would, would bring to mind, you know, the kind of artists we were just speaking about. You've got like, you know, uh, the weekend churches. Jaws, oh, the, the yeah, 1975, yeah. Uh, Jesse Ware, Tom York, like uh, there's a little bit of blocks on that song. Leave yourself, you know. Sure. Uh, Survivor. I think. I think the those those big uh, guitar, just those Lush huge guitar chords that come stuff. in and bottle up. You know that. I mean, that's real Breakfast Club, Rocky, Karate Kid, like rock 80s fucking glam. Uh-huh rock right there um but it's all it's all got an electronic backbone to the whole thing yeah they 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 keep it pretty bright and vivid all the way through Mm. right like the cover yes exactly Uh, (laughs) i love i loved like i'm i've been following them all this way and i I just saw frogs on their page and frogs yeah (laughs) i like frogs but man i was i was uh wondering what was going on yeah i I Um, actually i reached out to that i sort of said like that no, cover is great. It's halfway between Magnified by Failure and the Hypnotoad from Futurama. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here for it. I wonder, yeah, I wonder yeah. if they are Failure fans. Um, certainly their their previous, particularly that Rare, would, would have betrayed a little bit of a, a Failure yeah. influence. But yeah, I mean, it, go, it, go, it, go, it goes from stuff that I think could have fit pretty comfortably onto Rare. Like that song... Um, you know, whatever uh, I think could could have been a lighter moment on Rare, and then there's also a track uh, Cauterized towards melodic. the end, yeah. and that that that's that actually is that kind of smooth, dreamy, melodic rock that they were doing on the last album. But then all flip all the way over to a song like Slack, which could uh-huh. in it, it could be a Harry Styles, it could be Twenty One Pilots, it could be Post Malone. It's a it's a very modern pop chart song. But it's so well yeah. done that I don't care. I and just like, do not care. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's all toe tap and madness. It's all yeah. shimmery. Uh, yeah. Was it just chimey chords that the synths and guitars kind of combine yeah. into? Um, this kind of always distorted vocals. Kind yes, of, or, or at least kind of drowned out in some sharp way that still uh, makes it's it still catches your eardrums and in, in a yeah, you pay attention and I can actually discern the lyrics, which is great. Yeah, normally I can't. I, I, don't I do care think too much, that's. But, I think those yeah. like those processed vocals are definitely a, a hangover of of the 1975. And again, I'm not the world's biggest fan of that band. They've they've obviously they've, I like they've, how it's implemented they've influenced here, in one way or another a lot of the stuff that we're covering this week. Um, but I just think, especially that first track. I mean, like I say, Tisha was in the room with here. She was like, "Is that?" She's like, if I didn't know every single song they ever did, I would say, is that the 1975? And I was like, oh, fair, fair point. That first track is very, um, yeah. is very much along, along those veins. But I think as it goes throughout the album, it's, it's dispersed through so many other things. Damn it. Um, sorry, the video is going, yeah, I got the, oh, sorry, you're fine. the video was glitching up there. It's fine. Yeah, you're um, all good. But yeah, no, I, I love some of his vocal takes, like Burning yeah. S- Burn Slow, for example. Uh, Potentially his best fucking so shit he's good. cracked out. Yeah, that false use of falsetto yeah. with his da, regular singing. Da, da, da. Yeah, excellent. I mean, that song, like that, that that's where I think the Jesse Ware comparison comes in. I mean, that's yeah. just feels like neo disco. I mean, it's it's it just it's yeah. it's synth pop to 
absolute perfection and the great yeah, thing about that I, song is it's got it's just yeah. before we move on it's it's got that lovely almost sort of electronic marimba that do 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 yeah. and it's totally electronic but what they do to switch it up is the acoustic drums then come in in the second verse and all of a sudden you're like you're doing <laughs> air drums along to the last chorus ah, yeah. amazing fantastic like that Love just it. that's like the, the the graceful turn to the end because i think it ends really nicely like right right after that is way out which is like it just slows things down and makes it very ominous and very very tom york kind of, i think yeah a little dark a little dark there's yeah. still something looming even though this is quite a joyful album right yes yeah oh yeah absolutely yes and and then yeah too late it, it's kind of the, la- the last track there and just a, a wonderful production job i think sam pura who's worked with them um, well basement would be the main one for me that he's worked with in the past but i think the yeah. band themselves co-produced it as well but just that's just that song sounds gorgeous and they're they're in the background because it's 2020 my beloved house house piano the like ever that that's, that showed up so yeah, many times this year arpeggiated rhythms uh, yeah, my, my uh, fucking i love that i fucking love when synths do yeah, that dude we've yeah. got a weak spot for it why is an interesting one too speaking of the synthesizers just because it's it's um i read a little interview with the band and supposedly they their goal with that one was to write a whole song with no with no uh snare so like if Which you actually listen even even uh, why it's it's the one that sounds like a 2007 club floor filler um oh, yeah. the, 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 I, it's an interesting song in the context of the album because it, because it has no like it's it's all it's all kick and no snare it's all kick action it, it, yeah it, it ends up sounding like a like almost sort of an interlude track but a really really great yeah. interlude track and this lovely beefy synthesizer it's it's great um yeah i'm a fan yeah there's so much variety on the album too i mean it's all poppy but it's it's different sort of yeah uh, angles first, i think i think it's like first listen around you may i i may have disagreed with you there okay but it just it all falls falls under a very big umbrella yeah yeah i think um, so yeah they don't but just it, quickly it's I, consistent. I, 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 That's yeah it is it, it's i think it is i think it's consistently good i don't think it's i don't think the sound is yeah. insanely consistent but what like what, it doesn't thing, get old so yeah no uh, one thing I have to sort of say is uh, it, it was driving me nuts the first maybe three uh-huh. or four times I listened to this album Iridescent was a song that, that stuck out to me as just being absolutely fantastic but it's it's very much sure. an indie rock song more so than anything else and and I, so, I was sort of think this this sounds like a specific band and I was reaching for all these references and I and then eventually it hit me it's a Jaws song. That song, Iridescent, is a Jaws song to the point where I feel like they almost owe, owe Jaws royalties. Um, but it's a great Jaws too. song. I heard that too. Yep. I'm not going to deny, not going to confirm, but it's the <laughs> vibe that Jaws I, uh, is at, is at oh nowadays. Oh my God, too. like absolutely to a T. But again, they're done, just in that genre so now, well. dude. Yeah. They're just in that genre that um, yeah. the other band and this band are at. <laughs> yeah. The other one. It's it's <laughs> it's totally I in our wheelhouse one. now. I know the one, and it's a it's yeah. joyful. It's fucking what a good time this album is like. Yes, like yeah, atmospheric delights abound. Absolutely, and um, they did. You know what they 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 had a, they they said something as well in that interview that that really kind of struck a chord to me. They sort of said we wanted to do something that that would that would sound great at a party in the background, but if you actually put on your headphones, 
there it would reveal some hidden depths and that you could really kind of get lost in it i do think this this achieves that I, i've had it on in both contexts and i think not at a Same. party because that's illegal now but you know i've had, <laughs> it, I've had it on <laughs> yeah my own pity parties but i have had it on in the background with with in company and you know and it just it, that's it it's it just sounds like a kind of an 80s worship synthy kind of great it pop rock album s- so big my only yeah qualm with it yeah it's not even a it just depends on where you're at volume wise and how loud you want to listen to it but yeah. it's a uh, mastered very loud intentionally so oh, so even if you're uh, yeah. even if you're trying to listen to it quietly it'll still wake you up <laughs> uh, <laughs> right yeah uh, that's an interesting take i hadn't i kind of feel like this is an album where i always just crank it up anyway because it i i, I I find it there's certain you That's know I, when You're I'm forced to. Well, yeah when I'm it's it's when I'm listening to uh, you know kind of more textured stuff I'll often listen to it at a lower volume and just kind of pre- whereas what I want to listen to something that's going to just beat me around the head with endorphins i usually just like knock it up a few this is this would be one where i just i crank the volume myself anyway so i yeah, could i couldn't comment it's, on it's, that it's unfortunately tailor made for the loud listeners sure yeah um, it, you know, it's fine. Like that's well, what, okay. You well, know just you're a, as that. a quick as a quick counter to that, and, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm sure that is the case. But then, uh, like bottle it up, for example, when those big guitars do come in in the middle eighth, there's mm-hmm. enough head headroom in the mix for them to still sound like they raised the whole the whole volume of the song. Whereas yeah. it's 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 not so crushed that you can't bring an element in and have it raise the the level. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's I mean, the real yeah. That's the real test. Yeah, it's not mixed loud. Like it's all very good in that respect. Like it's just yeah, it's master. It's a pop. Loud. It's a pop. It's a pop. Yeah, it's a pop. It's for sure. Yeah. It's a pop mastering job, no question. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm really glad you like this too because just mm, oh, automatically, mm. dude, mm. automatically. And I really I really hope that. Well, I really hope that their OG fans are along for the ride, to be honest with you, because... Uh, yeah. I'd hope so, yeah. It's a bit of yeah. a stretch, right? It's maybe a bit of a stretch. They might they might be getting a new, uh, a new fan base. But uh, yeah, Chadwick Johnson. That's fine. Vocals and keyboards, Alex Blackwell the fourth Guitars, Andrew uh, Minervini, bass. And then uh, I, there's some acoustic drums in this album. It's a lot of it's drum machine, so there isn't actually a permanent drummer at the moment. But the, the, those three guys, cool songwriters very uh-huh. and clearly musicians with a uh, very very taste and i always appreciate that yeah good stuff good stuff dude mm. Fifth um, track? Fifth track, jesus uh right, it's bottled it up it just uh, is okay you're taking bottled it up is. i'm gonna take it's the yin to its yang which is burn it slow <laughs> <laughs> nice. those two songs i see as, as a pair but yeah so good so good all right can we gotta get Eight. scores Okay, go again. You're going to give it an eight. An eight. All right. Yeah, Sweet. An yeah. eight from Dill. And uh, a nine from me. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Why, why is it not a 10? That's why we. Is it because it's familiar uh, to what we've covered no, recently? Uh, no, no, no. It's, just... it's not that it's familiar. I just, I, I don't think, uh, personally, I have a personal philosophy that you don't ever have to justify not giving something a 10. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> because, a, because the tens Because the 10s exist in a slightly different plain i think to to everything but what i will say is that um as it stands here on the 24th of october 2020 i i think this is a nine i'm not saying that it's that's going to factor it, that's yeah. gonna uh, play a deciding role in where it sits in my top 20 um, i, I yeah, i'd almost but, have to say you've seen on my top 10s 
there's usually a song that I never like on them. It's always they're always mm. dareful enough to be um, <laughs> daring enough to be um, abrasive with my with what they throw at me, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, like that. I think yeah. I like, this, I like a weak album, link with a powerful thing. It can't. Yeah, it, it can happen. I think on this album, the weak link is probably. I mean, I mean, it's, nothing. It's probably offensively bad. It's probably that first song, honestly, and I think that first song is still pretty good. It's probably yeah. leave yourself. Actually, leave yourself alone. I don't know. Anyway, listen. I don't know what the weak link is. It's it's it's, it's usually something it's, I don't agree with. Yeah. I don't understand why it's on the album or is something yeah. jarring. This nothing too jarring on this. No, nothing too jarring on this. All right. Anyway, it's a nine for me. It's an eight from Dill. So that's um, somewhere nowhere by Hundredth. You'll spot it. It's the one with the psychedelic frog on the front. All right. Yes. Speaking of albums with weird covers, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorted Pink from Belgrade, Serbia. This is their first album. Well, we'll get into it. It's probably more like their second. Um, the cover is a is a little is a hairy man's fingers on a desk or something on and there's milk there it's very weird um it's, it's very strange i i watched the kind of little visualizer of it i think it's meant to be like portrayed as a creature like uh, what that is just a creature like right some anthropoid thing okay sure um <laughs> i'll bite why not it's very uh, weird it looks yeah. not human in the way they present it which is interesting it, um, yeah, it's it's he's a very hairy man. It's it's fine. Actually, I don't mind it. It seems to have driven the no, fan like, base mad, which I find yeah, kind of funny. F- fuck the there. <laughs> there was one review out here because I always look at the reviews just to see what wind is, what way the wind's blowing. Yeah, and some a lot of people really hate where they went. Like okay. really hate. Okay, well let's and let's yeah. off the bat. Not an album you should be hating. No, anybody no, should no, be no certainly not an album anybody should be hating. So, so Sorted Pink is the creative union of Alexandra Dielamash uh, on vocals and David yes. Maxim Michik on guitar. Um, each each sort of having their own separate careers um, and also oh. each having worked together on the previous project known as Destiny Potato. Which is, uh, some people are like, what? why why that? Um, why that band name? I'm like, why not? <laughs> Uh, I would be in the camp of why that band name. I think Sorted Pink isn't much better, but it's better. Um, that's true. That's true. The change is yeah. good. Yeah. Um, the change is good, um, as well as being a genre change in a way. Um, you, it's, you can take it a little more seriously. I think yeah. no matter how good a band you are, Potato is a bit... Potato, yeah. It's, potato, it's just right? very meme-worthy. You know? It's something you start out with. So uh, you you brought this in, and to be honest with you, Dill, I I, 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 would like to guess how you came across this band because they're not, uh, they, they don't have much of a profile. It's such like they get they have they they seem to have a fan base, but it's mostly sort of on Reddit yeah. and YouTube and stuff. So can I can I guess? Were you fili- were you familiar with David Maxim Michik's previous work? But yes. through through YouTube and like I built the sky and like you know me YouTube. with cloudcore stuff cloudcore um, no, yes. no uh, yeah. no uh, Destiny Potato I already knew um okay okay yeah okay 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 but how did you find them I'm just so curious fuck uh, do you remember no. it was probably somewhere like, was it for off fa- was it for that- fans of like Pliny or something like that it was close off it right something it like was that. there yeah, yeah, yeah. it was probably before yeah. Pliny actually um, okay his kind of stuff but yeah. yeah. So well, uh, well. Listen, anyway, th- like that. That kind of gives you an idea. This this comes from, I would say, like a foundation of that cloud core thing we just mentioned. So yeah, put yourself yeah. in the mindset of like 
Plenty, Citywide, Disperse, Joe Satriani, um, you know, uh, who were some of the other artists? Sarah Longfield. Um, uh-huh. It's definitely Sarah Longfield. That's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you, but yeah, yeah. this time it's... Sorry, do you want to continue that? No, I would or? like you to continue. Um, for me, this takes the change. Did you go back and listen to Destiny Potato? Or have you ever... I did, yeah. I, I listened to that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like they were the prog. Mm. And this is uh, like the 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 picture I think of it as is prog only prog was only used as for this is only used as the curtains to the stage yeah as opposed to being in the play which was last time so mm. you still hear the prog in this but it's gone for an alt metal um flavor this time um yeah which which is easier for more palatable for a lot of people to be honest I agree um, I agree I think this is almost like this just feels like a sort of a tattooed long hair version of that band Orchards we covered a few months ago, I think. Like a little bit. They're going bit. they're 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 trying to mix in the way that Orchards were trying to mix sort of math rock and pop. I think this is kind of trying to mix prog metal, new metal <laughs> and pop in a way. Does some pretty cool pop things, right? Not yes, yes. And that and this yeah. this comes to my core frustration with this album, right? Oh really? I think this album has some of the best choruses I've heard all year. Like incredible writing. Yeah. Stunning vocal performances. She but sends it it's home, right? Very rare that a song gets all the way through without something that rubs me up the wrong way. <laughs> if that makes sense. So like well, I, I slightly I, I, nothing to take me too far off the reservation, but um I, it, it, I don't really yeah. have any reservations with this. Um, okay, I, I, yeah, I'm glad. I, I suppose it's it, the things that maybe that kind of annoy me are like probably things that you would would kind of steer towards anyway. Like, so that's what, that's what probably. Things? Well, I mean, just to take like a couple of examples, we have like, a lot I think of positives to kick on, but we have a lot of positives lot, to kick off things. with. So I want, so I want to start with falling as a as a prime example. I think falling. You know, it kind of starts off. It has this almost sort of modern Enter Shikari vibe. Loads of synthesizer. Uh, that chorus where you can hear Alexandra's voice almost kind of tearing apart. It's just great. She's She has a real te- technique where she can hit a note perfectly, but really yeah. get the grit in her voice coming out. And, and uh, the, in the verses, it could be like kind of mid-career Robin. It's great. She's then not too far off. Um, yeah. Sorry? No, go ahead. Not too far off. Not too far off. Vukovi's approach. Vukovi? Uh, no, for 100%. Vukovi's another real touch point here. Especially in like Freak... Stuff yeah, like that. It's kind of a playful, sour, sweet note to it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But just to kind of finish off on falling. So all positive. And then there's this kooky, glitchy, gent bit in the middle, which has like a weird Harley <laughs> Quinn style rap and a like oh, yeah. spoken word. And <laughs> no. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm right what have you it, done? You know? <laughs> and they do right. that I, think, like, I think that's done oh. better in FU. Uh, no, has. there's that spoken word bit, and like God love but her, just, she's but, her, when she but sings, just, it's fine. But it's it's just, it it's, builds. It's what it builds to. It, uh, uh, it's not it's not playing to her strengths in terms of. I think I think a, a less right after dude direct. Right I think after a less, that, I think a less direct lyrical approach at points would yeah. have done this album well because because they're not she's not singing her first language um i'm not i i would never obviously it's great that you know the people you kind of they want if they want to sing in english sing in english of course of course but i do think that at certain points throughout the record 
there is a there is a very heavy lean on kind of cliche that gets a little bit in a song like driving for example where almost every single line is is a is kind of a recycled material um it's sort and, of i mean it's, it's, it's very like, reminiscent to paramore yeah. with Haley, um which yeah which is another she had another song about driving fast um I drive fast in my car. Da, 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 da. But I, I, I know what you're saying, and there's a way to do that. And I think it's just, I think it's harder to hit that kind of sweet spot between familiarity and cliche. Um, but I still, you know, out of all this stuff, I still think music, musically, they, this is a step. This is a good step. Yeah. Um. And as much as it, as much as it, uh, fucking offends the prog fans. Uh, and no, who does. cares about the prog I find fans? That so funny, yeah, because it's still so proggy, and it just balances stuff very well. Yeah, um, it, 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 more parts, diverse. Yeah, in parts it is. It's, it is diverse. I think. I think at its heart, this album is the strongest when it's when it's just being pretty straightforward. Like our home is great. I mean, it's got that gothy kind of almost Paradise Lost piano and riff. Yeah, bit, See, and then that's that, yeah. that's totally the thing with like um the second half of the album. It gets a lot more diverse. In, yeah. in, the, in its coolness and its weirdness like yeah. FU has a nasty nasty breakdown after the part you didn't like I still no, love that's, that breakdown I don't after. like that breakdown I just I, I can't hear some I just I you, I can't have the climax of your song being someone being like her vocals you don't are want so me to tell you this good. but I hate you like oh her, god her vocals uh, are so good I think yeah. you're just you're just annoyed with the lyric I think the vocals it, are incredible there. The vocals are great there. That's what I, yeah. that's why I think so, they've shot so themselves in the it. foot a little bit. Fuck it, dude. It's it's perfectly on uh, your sleeve. And you yeah, know Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Jacket full of sleeves, you know what you're coming for. But that's yeah, but listen, hey, now that that song like that the chorus of that song is great. I just don't I just I'm not into the I'm never in I'm not I'm trying to be consistent. I'm very rarely into spoken word. Um, regardless of, of what it is, I'm usually not that into it. And I just I find oh, that bit same for me. No. I, I'm like, yeah. I wait. I just wait till the next part, which is a great, great yeah. fucking nasty breakdown. That, very, and then very, a that, lot of corn, a lot of modern corn of this album. And it's not just on that album, on yeah. that song. It's it's yeah. you know it's 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 throughout. Like there's a there's a real Livin, kind of corn feel. Oh, sorry, to, Livin's not really that, but uh, Livin no. boosts progressive elements more so. Um, no, but I think I think f- uh, uh, what's what song is that? I mean, Killer in a way, although that song has some serious Lady Gaga vibes. I mean, yeah. real, real, like two different kinds of Gaga. Like I think the verses sound a bit like teeth, and then the chorus is more like yeah. a like a, a brown eyes or um, uh, sorry, you know, you know her kind of country fried type ballads um, uh-huh. with a piano. I'm trying to think of another example. Uh, anyway. Gone, gone. I, I Terrible. love the way the guitar. I love the way the guitar can kind of um, it does a real deep, trudgy walk. It does like the two step. The dun 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 dun. It's playful, right? Oh, While being like really deeply tuned. That's uh. Well, that's that's F U, isn't it? Yeah, but Killer kind of does that as well. Yeah, yeah. Killer does that as well. Does more so, but um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's Speechless cool. is another one. Sorry, now now I'm just like looking up my my, my Gaga ballads. Uh, dope, you know yeah. you know the kind of songs. And um, but yeah, so yeah, so the, the, there's a real kind of core and guitar tone to those those parts. Killer um, and and then a few as well. Uh, Living I think switches it up in a cool way. Uh, the bass kind of takes there's an interesting bass tone and it takes the yeah. main kind of part to it. It's got a fun Matthew feel, kind of a pendulum style chorus. Again, pendulum meets Devon, Ocean Machine, Devin. niceness. Yeah. 
It's Again, pleasant. what does what does call the emergency mean? <laughs> great chorus. I've, Fuck it. I've it's never called. Chorus. I yeah. I, I I I don't know what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. I guess. Um, annoyingly, on I told you, it starts off. It's like true X Factor Leona Lewis garbage, but then like a it's trumpet spelling. comes in. A trumpet comes in about halfway through, and I'm like, God damn it! Like now it's great. Yeah, why did you? Why all- is the first half so boring? <laughs> always has been. Always has been good. It's very uh, ballady. Always um, has been. Yeah, I know you're not I'm a ballad so guy, but it's. I yeah. think this totally needed place for a ballad. Like this is just an album of a band mm. trying to escape the godforsaken cloudcore genre, and they're doing I, it. Well, <laughs> yeah, trying try to escape, and and yet, and yet well, they, they have kind of well, like you know they've got the, so, the, the guitarist is still the guitarist. The guitarist is still the guitarist for sure. What's that? What's that really egregious uh, Satriani moment? That's just like, oh wow! That just kind of comes in out of nowhere. Um, he I had think to it's get it in drive. There. Drive is the drive. one. I think. Yeah. He yeah. had to get but, it in there, and it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds so, playful. Mm. Yeah. Um, always shimmering, kind of. It's good. Mm. Saw so it coming. I think is is very cool because it's it it, yeah. it kind of actually commits to doing a sort of Grimes type dark dark synthwave type pop song yeah yeah in a way that like they're they're not they're not shoehorning in elements of the sound it's just a song that is is just a pop song and that's quite it's cool. an earworm for sure yeah um a lot of these yeah. are uh this just gives me a lot of vibes that i come to usually bands like vakovi for and i love yeah. for that yeah yeah. It's surprising. It's it, that's what i like it or dislike it a little bit i i love that it's a surprising album it is a surprising album i think it's i I find it such a difficult one to to speak about and i i I kind of read through they they put up sort of a tongue-in-cheek thing on their instagram of like here are all the negative reviews from 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 reddit (laughs) and stuff like that And, and i can the annoying thing is i think this album has moments of absolute sort of genius and i think it also has mm-hmm. moments of absolute kind of derivative cringe and it's so hard to it, it's it's not an even split i think there's a lot of stuff that sits in the middle where i'm just not that fussed about it either way but then the good stuff is so good um it's a really hard one for me to sort of discuss it's very rare that an album can do both that can both completely infuriate you and kind of really exhilarate you, but this album kind of yeah. does that for me. <laughs> you know what that is? That 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 for me is top ten material. No, oh, it, it no, goes right. It, it goes right me. into my yeah. um, to my account of what makes a top ten. It has but to you, bother yeah. you in an odd bit, but it has I don't to drive think a if, curiosity. I don't think if you felt the same way I did about the 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 le- about the less great bits, I don't think you would be saying that. But I I, I know what you're saying. I I everything I mean, has to have light shade. Them, I take them for what it is, and mm. you know she has a she has an accent. It's not uh, directly her language. Fuck it. No, of course not. And and like we 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 talk um, about bands. We talk about bands from all over the world all the time that are not from you know a native English speaking country and speak English. And you know it's 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 that's obviously totally fine. Um, it it's just it kind of feeds into certain things about certain sort of phraseology in the lyrics I can channel I I can channel out lyrics yeah pretty well I think that's what I got on you yeah Um, no well I've said I've said it I've said it many times in the past I've always been super consistent about this I'm not a lyrics guy 
Generally speaking, I don't care about lyrics unless they're absolutely fantastic or distractingly bad. And occasionally the lyrics are distractingly bad on this album. Little, little and they do distract bit. me. Occasionally. Not always. Um, but it does happen. Melody so, and singing still yeah. soars. Um, yes. And the meaning. I get the meaning, right? I can I can kind of discern yeah. the complexities and kind of... It's it's not complex lyricism. It's just It just is, right? Thought. It's just yeah. your thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think I think Alexandra's at her best when she is just playing it straight, like serious, no, nothing kooky, nothing wacky, just a, a serious powerhouse vocal yeah. performance. Like she has on a lot of the choruses here, is perfect. Like yeah, yeah, that's that's true, and there is there is a bit of kookiness on this as well, right? Um, they, it kind of comes with the territory. It's the genre. It's kind of the genre, like. There's a very much a tongue-in-cheek approach from a lot of artists that do this type of stuff, and I understand that's part of. It's just it's part of the the deal. <laughs> they were a band called Destiny Potato for God's sake. Well, sakes. yes, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, they're they're um. Yeah, huh. no, I, it, it's it's a, a lot to unpack with this. It um, is, but I think it's great. I'm really glad. Great. Okay, do you think it's almost great? I don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't go turn around the G word, but I think I think it's got moments. I will I say think, it. I think it has moments of greatness. Yeah, I will say that. Yes, moments of greatness. I'd say it's eighty percent greatness. Um, oh god, I'm trying to see. I think some some songs like saw it coming lyrics get a bit tedious. I mean, mm. it's it's repeated phrasing. A lot of it is, but yeah. I love where it goes. Yeah, the song goes cool places. Yeah. Um. But that's the lyrics getting on me a little bit at that, yeah. those points. So I still got a bit of that. <laughs> well, I think um, it might be my favorites, my favorite album to ever come out of Serbia. <laughs> yeah, go figure, go figure. Um, and I think it ends really nicely. It ends on a kind of a heavy metal uh, up-tempo. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, I didn't know what to compare that to. It's very... Pretty headbangy. Um, yeah. The, the old the, stuff, right? A little bit. The chorus is quite good, Tiger, but the verse, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's got that... Good. Hey... Wait from a heart shaped box. <laughs> yeah, I hope um, that's intentional. Perhaps, yeah. Um, you, I'm glad you're surprised. Very you much know, surprised, regardless, because I fell in love with this. Um, I know a lot of people who I didn't think would like it love it. Good. <laughs> who don't yeah, listen great. to metal? Yeah. So that's a big thing to have up your sleeve. The gain from this venture outside of metal cloudcore is mm. people people outside of the genre liking it still. Yeah, it's good. See, I'm I don't think there's anything nine. I can say. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, oh, sorry, you're gonna give it a nine? No, no, no of course, sorry, absolutely. Sorry, yeah. uh, no, no, I was, I was just gonna say. I, I don't. I, I think. I mean, they're not gonna listen to me, but I, I would lean into. Per- Personally, for me, I would lean into those more like sort of poppy moments backed up by beefy guitars as opposed to the kind of more proggy stuff but that's just me but yeah so it's a nine from you i think i think it's a seven for me okay that's good i'm right. I'm, I'm relieved i thought yeah. you're gonna give us some offensive number no no like no, 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 no no i do i do really like the Z-piece. bits that i like i really like uh so don't worry right yeah like All freak right. falling those courses are so exactly what we come for with no freak i don't actually oh. like i gotta say i'm not a big Wait, fan freak? of freak no uh, you would like it you like no, it? No, not really, like it, dude. It's the ones good. that I think are greater are falling, with the exception of that middle eight. I think saw it coming is great. I think living is great. Our home is great, and rust is pretty cool too. So yeah, it's kind of a freak. Is the most Janine Vukovi kind of song 
I yeah. and I take from this lot, and that 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 was good. That was yeah. that was a tick in the box for me. Um, yeah, good. the chorus, the chorus, dude. <laughs> it's just so yeah. kind of not not bombastic, but it's it keeps on the level. It's fine. That song coasts really nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, uh, great stuff. So uh, that's uh, what's the album actually called? Uh, just called sort of it's self-titled yeah yeah oh, it's self-titled. Um, what's your yeah, favorite song yeah uh my favorite song is um uh our home nice yeah. nice while um, she sleeps meets modern in flames yeah live living is my favorite okay that's our show for this week um super varied i would say a uh, mix of stuff wouldn't you Dylan? yes certainly uh, all that are top tens in potential for me uh, yeah oh yeah there's there's definitely growing yeah this yeah this this will will have been one of the more influential weeks one way or the other uh for the end of the year and it is fast approaching so um i'm really looking forward to that but yeah there's there's, there's like, plenty we always th- we always yeah. think we're safe oh you never middle safe. of the years like oh there's certainly not too many more albums that could clutter my top 20 yeah no, there's one month of the of exactly that yeah well well just <sighs> just to give, just to give you a, a sense of what's um what's on the horizon between now and our next show <laughs> no puns uh, intended. there's a new wang wen album there's a new Black Foxes album. There's a new Bring Me the Horizon EP. There's a new Pam Reader album. And it's there's an a new album. Fox Capture Plan album. Um, Nine so songs. It's a mini album or album. From Bring Me the Horizon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, sure. Well, we can... Yeah. We'll see what Spotify classifies it as. But yeah, there's, there's absolutely tons coming out and we, we've missed we've missed stuff as well. So uh, listen, thank you so much for joining us. As always, it has been a pleasure. I don't know about you, Dylan, but I enjoyed the show a lot. Um and uh, we're we're always we're always happy to hear from you so you can find us as kill shuffle on twitter we're on facebook and um, we've also got tons of playlists up on spotify if you want to dig back through our archive or just keep up to date with what we're recovering um, and follow the show on spotify is probably the easiest way but we're up on all of the podcast platforms with a few exceptions i can't remember what they are now but there's a few that are a bit more like gatekeepery but i think we're on most of them um dylan any parting words for our guests hello dylan here I already hit stop on the recording, but I'd like to say goodbye to all the boys and girls out there in Radio Land. Bye!